In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. As we walk through the Old and New Testament, we are introduced to a number of families, lots of married couples, lots of children, lots of real people just like us. In fact, that's one of the great things about the Bible. It makes truth come alive to us through the examples that are given. People relate to people. And so that's why, through all the centuries, of all the people that could have been recorded for us in Scripture, the Holy Spirit chose certain people. And I think sometimes... Uh, some of them get more attention than others. I'd like to draw your attention today to a married couple, at least what I believe to be a married couple. I'll prove that to you in just a moment from Scripture, uh, who are on a road trip. I don't know about you. We take lots of road trips. Uh, when you work in evangelistic work, you're on the road a lot. And so you can ask my wife and our children. We've, we've had a lot of trips together, and we've made a lot of memories on those trips. And road trips can either be wonderful or they can be miserable, and you get to choose. This particular road trip is recorded for us in Luke chapter number 24. And I must tell you, this road trip began miserable and ends wonderful. It began miserable because the couple walking along the road in Luke chapter number 24 are brokenhearted. They're sad, they're discouraged, they're despondent. They were followers of one known as Jesus, and now he's been put to death. And uh, all of their hope seems to have been dashed. All of their ideas of what this, this deliverer, this teacher was going to accomplish have disappeared. And that's the context in Luke 24 and verse 13 when the Bible says, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about threescore furlongs. That is, in our world today, just a little less than seven miles. So they're walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And the Bible says in verse 14, And they talked together of all these things which had happened, and it came to pass, that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Now we're going to come back to this story. In fact, I'm going to just park here for a little while and uh, make some applications and observations that I hope will be a great blessing and encouragement to you. But I'd like to give you a perspective on the two disciples on the road to Emmaus that perhaps you've not had in the past. Who were these two disciples? Well, only one of them is identified by name. In fact, down in verse number 18, it says, And the one of them whose name was Cleopas. So only one is identified by name. Only one of them seems to speak, and yet there are two of them. As a child growing up, when people talked about the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, I always had this mental image, this mental picture of two men because someone said two disciples on the road to Emmaus. But I would remind you that not all of Christ's disciples were men. The original disciples were, but by this time there are many disciples. And these are not two of the apostles that we're talking about. These are two disciples, one of them named Cleopas and the other one unnamed. 
and they're traveling together. Not only are they traveling together, uh, it appears they're headed home from the feast. So they're leaving after the feast days from Jerusalem, and they're going back together to a little village known as Emmaus. And when they get there, they go into a home. So from every implication, it would seem that this is a man named Cleopas and his wife. Oh, but I'm not just reading into this. Let me give you a great cross-reference in the Gospel according to John. John chapter 19, the picture is of Christ on the cross. And the Bible says in John 19, verse 25, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleopas and Mary Magdalene. There are three Marys standing around the cross. One of them is Mary, Jesus' mother. One of them is Mary Magdalene. But who's the other Mary? Mary, the wife of Cleopas, the exact same name that is found in Luke chapter 24 for one of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. So here's my conviction. I believe that Cleopas and his wife, who were related to Mary, had come to Jerusalem for the feast. Uh, They were followers of Christ. Uh, They had been students of this, this rabbi, this teacher. They had had hope in him as their deliverer, as their Messiah. And now suddenly, he's gone. And in a moment of time, the two of them are walking home, dejected and sad. Their heads are down. Now, I want to tell you, because we don't have time to go to the end of the story today, we'll come back there, uh, that when they come back, their heads aren't down, their heads are up. See, when you have an encounter with Jesus, it changes everything. But on this road trip, I want to simply point out to you that it began with two of them in Luke 24, verse 13. But in verse 15, Jesus himself drew near. My friend, on the road of life, God gives you companionship. Aren't you glad for companionship? I can testify about this, that all the trips that I take, companionship makes the journey more enjoyable and more memorable. How many times I have stood somewhere and said, oh, I wish Tammy could see this. I wish, I wish Tammy could be here with me at this moment. We want the companionship, and we need the companionship. Remember what God said way back in the book of Genesis, it is not good that the man should be alone. And so uh, the Lord sets the solitary in families. The Lord gives us human companionship, and that's wonderful. But don't miss this. Christ not only wants you to have human companionship, he wants you to have divine companionship. Maybe you think it's just the two of you making this journey along the road of life together. No, no, Jesus himself draws near. Or maybe you think, well, it's the five of us, me and my spouse and our children, or the six of us, whatever the size of your home happens to be. No, friend, Jesus himself draws near. And notice not only is there companionship on this road trip, but there is communion. And I'm choosing my word carefully here. I did not just say communication. I said communion because that's what the Lord brings, a heart-level communication. You can communicate, and that's just one mind communicating with another mind. Uh, That is is oftentimes very surface. And uh, yet when the Lord Jesus enters into the conversation, he brings a communion, a fellowship with God that only Christ can bring. In fact, I think it's wonderful to see how the two of them Uh, were talking together. They were talking together. They were communing together. But when Jesus enters into the conversation, he lifted the whole conversation to another level. I want to recommend to you today, dear one, that you not only talk to one another, uh, but that you let the Lord Jesus enter into your conversation. My mind is going back right now to 
my boyhood, and my dad saying to me, son, there are three talks you ought to have every day. Every day you ought to talk to God. You do that in prayer. Every day you ought to let God talk to you. You do that through the Bible. And every day you ought to talk about him. You do that through sharing your testimony, witnessing, and speaking to others about Christ. Three talks you ought to have every day. Could I recommend the same thing to you and your family today? Talk to God. Let God talk to you and talk about him. And if you'll do that, you'll discover a companionship and a communion that is beyond simply human relationship. Thank God for human relationship. But, old friend, when God brings his divine fellowship into our human relationship, that makes the road trip so much better. I want to encourage you today that along the road of life, wherever you're headed to today, whatever your spirit happens to be today, whatever your circumstances are today, whoever you're making the journey with today, Jesus himself wants to draw near and go with you. I want to encourage you to read the rest of the story in Luke 24. God helping us, we'll come back to the study very soon and make some other applications that will help all of us as we make this journey together. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.